Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Final Checkpoint Podcast. This is episode 57, and each week we react to some of the latest video game news and talk about games that we are playing. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. And you can find new and old episodes of this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and thegamefanatics.com. We also record live on Sundays, 8 p.m. Pacific time on twitch.tv slash load less checkpoint. Ben, I've got another fun way to start our show this week i'm so excited it's this isn't gonna be an every week kind of thing last week Dang last it. week we did the hot take thing this week um there was another tweet that kind of went around that i figure i'd bring up i didn't really do my version of it um i don't know if you did or not i didn't catch it but oh, um i know what you're talking about and i thought about it and then uh, that was as far as i, I got. <laughs> it was hard to really think of it so for all those that yeah let me pull up. don't follow a lot of games media people on twitter um everyone started doing the their own four i think it was just four games but they're 10 out of 10s of the generation yeah and i had a really hard time really thinking about those and uh so i started even today i was like man what would i put on that list four 10 out of 10s and then i started thinking like what if these games are already marked 10 out of 10s does that mean i could put them on the list or no i wasn't sure the rules on that I mean, there's no rules. It's just a tweet. So. Right, right. But I didn't know if other people were like making up house rules or something like that. I saw a lot of Breath of the Wilds out there, so I figured that was already a ten out of ten. So I didn't really like. Think I about was that. gonna do. I was gonna do ten out of tens that, like, what's the word? Like, just like uncommon ten out of. 10s. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was. And then I forgot. So. <laughs> Well, um, well, maybe we could talk about it. like I, I was thinking for mine, at least one one that I would put on that list for sure is uh, which you would probably put on yours. Maybe uh, is Bloodborne. Yeah. I think Bloodborne is a game that really for me um, took me a while, like took me a while to beat. But I always loved Bloodborne. I bought it at launch. Um, it just took me so long to beat it because I was I just wasn't good at these types of games. The Soulsborne games or a game that really just made you kind of like respect it. Um, by learning the combat and taking your time and having the patience to play it. And that's something that that game taught me. And it kind of opened up this like world for me of games that I now love because it made me really get into Sekiro. I love Neo and Neo 2 like because of Bloodborne. And even though Neo's a little more different, it's more like Ninja Gaiden. It's still right. in that realm of like a difficult game that you have to kind of like learn to master in a way in order to get through it you just have to pay attention to it in a different way yeah and it has its cheap shots here and there but at the same time it's still your fault <laughs> you know like when you die in that game it's like <laughs> yeah you know that was a cheap shot but it's still your fault <laughs> well you still did that yeah, though. <laughs> you still you know you decided to jab at him when you shouldn't have and yeah you know his hit did kill you in one hit but uh it's still your fault for <laughs> jabbing. <laughs> you didn't have to fight him. You could have just done nothing for the rest of the game. <laughs> exactly. That's on you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely would pick Bloodborne. Yeah, I think Bloodborne is definitely one that goes on the list. Um, for me, I put God of War as like one of the ones on my list because I do really love that game. I thought, you know, bringing back Kratos in this like almost different style, but still like still him in a way. Like it's still Kratos. It's still his style of like combat, but just a little a little more thoughtful um i really do love the more i think about the game the more i do really love especially that moment where you get the blades of chaos even though i was like i don't really like i want to go back to the axe because it feels so good to get that axe back um <laughs> i still really love that game and i keep thinking about just how good it is 
and how good it was like that first moment where you talk to the giant dragon or snake thing in the lake the snake yeah that like its voice and the bass out of it out of like coming out of it it's crazy like so for me that was one i put on there what about you what's another one that you would put on your list uh i mean i would put sekiro on the list i I don't i don't have any qualms about putting two souls games and two games for the same developer when yeah no 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 worries there i I, especially since i i think sekiro is one of the best designed combat systems in any game ever and i i thoroughly loved that experience um can't wait to play it again eventually yeah i want to i want to see the remastered version of that on the newer hardware see what it looks it's called i played it on pc i already did it. Right, you already did it <laughs> um now once i got past those two it was really hard to decide on what yeah, i would put afterwards good. um you know a part of me wanted to put red dead redemption 2 on that list and i think that i mean it certainly belongs on a list but for me is it my 10 out of 10 um probably not because although i did enjoy that game you know at a certain point i was just kind of like i'm done with this i just want to finish the story um and that's this is yeah well this is an interesting list because we just did like our top 50 games right um and and i look at this for these this top 10 and i keep looking at titles and thinking that's not on my top 50 but i do think that's a 10 out of 10 especially of this gen i love that game i don't know if it's one of my favorite games but i I do think it's a phenomenal game there's a lot this gen is tough because i feel like it's so spread out so long there's just so much yeah so much to consider yeah yeah that's a tough one uh i have another one i would i think i would put death stranding oh on this yeah I just loved the experience of playing that game and, and delivering nonsense to other people over and over and over it's a fun loop uh and i gotta give it credit for that i do think you're onto something with the red dead 2 because i i do want to consider that as well but i i don't know yeah <laughs> it's tough <laughs> it is it's this, definitely tough people are like oh i got these games and these I'm like i can't pick at any of yeah these. How these, like a lot of people came up with pretty similar lists like i saw breath of the wild on a lot of those lists i saw um i think my third place would probably go to persona 5 um it's I love that game. I think it's great. It's a great JRPG. Wow. The characters in it are great. The story, the style, the music, everything about that game I love. I I I won't dare play Royale or the Royal or whatever. I don't I'll never play it. It's just like I've I've put so many hours into 5. I don't want to do that again. I don't have the time or patience to go through that game again, but I love everything that I did put into the original. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think I got a shout out Last of Us 2. Yeah. I mean, recent game, but that I, I was thinking about that that game this week cuz I watched I watched a YouTube video from one of those people that were like this is masterpiece. No. Like a frowny face <laughs> oh, or whatever. Oh god. <laughs> uh it actually wasn't that terrible. Um and I, it was a pretty decent video, but it just got me thinking about the game again and and even with any because i do have complaints about it but it's just so well done yeah so fun that that combat loop i think is phenomenal yeah yeah i I really love that playstation does their shares of the week um on their instagram account and Mm. every time that game pops up on there i want to play it again because i just like i see like 
I, I'll see like just an image of, of a moment from that game and I'm just like instantly brought back into that game and just ever like it's just such a emotional game that it, it it feel it just has such a resonance in in me. Like anytime I I just see any of those screenshots or a moment or a trailer, anything that shows part of that game, I just like it takes me back to playing it and everything that I felt during that game. Man, that it's it's just such a powerful game. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I think I would also probably put Last of Us Two on that list. It's 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 tough because then at a certain point I'm like thinking like, oh, you know, I think Smash Bros. Ultimate is really good, and and mm. I I think it's so great and all these characters that they're putting in, which we'll get to later. Um, awesome. I think, uh, you know, I've been playing a lot of Nier lately, which I'll talk about later, and that's one that is so interesting to me, and you and you already know a lot of the story behind it, that it it's yeah. one of those things that it doesn't come around very often. You know, we're, last week we were talking about how a lot of Sony's games do feel the same when it comes to, like, their third-person shooters, but then you got this game like Nier that is a hack-and-slash RPG, but so many other things in between. And it's just, uh, the more I play that game, the more I'm, like, just amazed by everything that they put in that game. Keep going. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I will. Uh, I'm still <laughs> going. But, yeah, anyways, I thought it would be cool to talk about. Any, any other games you feel belong on that list that you would put on there? Oh, man. I, one that came to mind was The Witness. Uh, I really like The Witness a lot. Okay. It's tough to it's tough to think. Um, I I guess I could do the the ten or the ten the five ten of the tens four god damn it uh, <laughs> that aren't that are like the less lesser known ten out of the tens yeah. I suppose because that for me would be like La Mulana two. Um, I would even put like Guitar Hero Live, which I love Guitar Hero. Yeah. Um, but even even after that, I, I start thinking. It starts getting difficult. Yeah. To really at a, at a certain point, you're putting like every game on that list. <laughs> yeah, it, it's this weird distinction of a nine and a ten, or or a ten and a ten put on this this yeah, list. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, I do always want to highlight La Mulana too. It, it's 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 hard to put a list together like that because at the same time you're putting into consideration games that you love, but also like games that you know should belong in that like stature of 10 out of 10 oh life is strange is this jen yeah we'll do that yeah there you go a little life is strange in there yeah. cool. all right well i'll see what i can think of for next week maybe someone will put out another tweet that'll be another viral yeah tweet put out those damn tweets gives of, yeah. us uh <laughs> gives us content anyways ben i think we should move on to topic of the show a lot to talk about this week so what is the main topic for us this week the main topic is boy howdy does that Spider-Man look different? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Jeez, guys. Oh, so man. different. So have it up on, on the stream <laughs> so people can actually see what the new Spider-Man guy Is looks like. Is it just his face? I don't um, it actually... It, oh, I put on the sound. Um, like, not a tra like not a moving trailer. So not I paused anything, it. Just his face. Just his face. I paused it right on there moving. so you can look at it. So Perfect. I know we talked about last week how Spider-Man is okay. Like, it's a good game, you know, it's just not, like, 
I, I think good. people are going a little crazy over a lot of what's going on with Spider-Man. I think this is... I, I get I get people got really attached to Spider-Man's face in the PS4 version. I don't... I mean, they gave their explanation of why they recast his face. To me, I don't care. Either way, I'm like, it's, it's a video game. <laughs> I mean, I don't care if he looks different, really. Like, to me, it's... It feels like I'm just following along in the movies where you go from Tommy McGuire to Andrew Garfield to um, Tom Holland. Like, okay, I'm used to Spider-Man changing. I don't understand what the mm-hmm. big... People are, like, sending death threats to... Well, obviously. <laughs> so, like, people are getting crazy, and I think... <laughs> obviously, that's too far. Um... Like, this game has so <laughs> much is... controversy around it. <laughs> this is weird. This is if... Um, imagine if... Uh, what's his name? Andrew Garfield was in uh, Captain America: Civil War. Imagine if he was in those Spider-Man scenes. Right, right. And then they, and then they were like, "Oh, we got Tom Holland for Spider-Man: Homecoming. Let's go back into the other movie and CG Tom Holland into Civil War." You can almost compare That's... it to what they did with Mark Ruffalo and uh, bringing him in as Hulk. Yeah, but they didn't go back into they the didn't. other movie. Right, but that's the like. <laughs> That's what's so weird about this to me. I have never seen this has never happened before where right. you go back into another title and like, well, let's just get rid of that guy's face. Now, did they say <laughs> so did they say if the PS4 version is going to have the new face as well or is that just for PS5? No, the PS4 version stays the same. Okay. I I just don't buy their reason. You know what I mean? Like cuz so they have their reason. Let me see, I have the quote somewhere over here. Um Ba-ba-da-ba-da. We loved working with the original dude, but we got a much better match to Yuri Lowenthal's facial capture, who did the voice. Yeah. Um, but and, and they talked about like, oh, I got a weird face bone structure. But this is an issue that they must have already known about. Like, oh, his face capture doesn't match the face we got for him. Hmm. That that's something you probably realized three years ago and should have changed the first time. Yeah. Like, how does that happen now? And his face structure is so fucking weird. That doesn't make any sense. He's not Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Like, that's what? a huge difference if it's Willem Dafoe because it's got quite the odd face. Yeah, like, that would be, that, that's, a, that's a weird face. I mean, no offense, Willem Dafoe. You got a, you got a unique face. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. But no one else needed to be rearranged. And also, you didn't have to make him look exactly like Tom Holland. <laughs> we, if you wanted him to look like Tom Holland, come out and say that. This feels like a lie. That that's my issue with this. Is it just feels like you're lying to me for no reason? Yeah. You could just said, "I wanted to look like the MCU," or we wanted him to look younger. Even. Yeah, just say that. Like, okay, that's reasonable. But to make this whole thing like, oh, his facial capture looks so different. But but you had his facial capture. You had his body double, whatever. I, you knew this already. So did you not have time or money to do it the first time? Which also doesn't make any sense because it's Spider-Man and they would definitely allow you to do that. And it's Spider-Man. Half the time he's not even a dude with a face. So it, it, it's just really stupid. This whole thing's really it's dumb. It's really dumb. To me. I think this, I mean, this game just has so much, so much crap like surrounding it. It's very emblematic of Sony 
as a whole and the like PR strategy they're messaging. that they've been doing for the last year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> they're just so bad at messaging things and this is this is so odd. Like I like obviously it's bugging some people and I think it's weird to it to you know recast somebody. It's odd. I people are I think are kind of blown like going crazy about it. Um I just I don't know. I I don't care enough about this game or wanting to replay the PS4 remastered version or the Spider-Man remastered campaign. Like I want to play Miles Morales, so I don't care about the rest of everything else. And even if new Spider-Man face shows up in Miles Morales, I'm cool with that because like I don't you know, I almost don't care about the behind the scenes stuff as much as like I just want the game to be good. <laughs> it's just <laughs> But I don't know. It's it's it, it just goes along with all of Sony's messaging woes. I, imagine this. Imagine if they released The Last of Us Part Two. They remastered it for PS Five, and they were like, "You know what? We got rid of Abby's face. No! We changed her face." You're like, "Why? Abby. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you just changing faces all of a sudden?" It's so bizarre. This is ne- this has never happened. This doesn't even make any sense. Oh, the, the facial capture doesn't match. So you get a different face the first time. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. It is. It is really. No one liked his face. Well, then you should have changed it. Why are you changing it now? Did people not like it's his so face in the first one? Yeah, I mean, it was. It was just kind of whatever. Oh. Okay. But so dumb. Like they're just. I'm just really hung up on their reason. Yeah. It makes no sense. Like literally, that's your reason. That's that's really dumb. Well. Oh <laughs> gosh i'd care more if i cared about this game yeah i mean i just think yeah it's it's weird people calm down stop sending death threats to game developers too for like, sure don't be, don't definitely be calm down but yes yeah, really Pe- people the people that do that don't deserve games that's that's fair yeah that's fair all right it is funny that people that are, that are you, you see this on a lot of gaming podcasts like oh I don't care about his face. Who cares? Who cares? Well, you gotta at least care because this is the weirdest story I've heard in a long time. I, I care. This I care about knowing the real reason. I don't. I don't care that his face is different because I don't care enough exactly. about the game. I I care <laughs> about the story happened? behind it. I just don't care about his actual face. <laughs> I want them to, to embrace this and just start having face DLC. Oh yeah, there's different. Faces. Can I scan my face in? You can play through it as Tobey Maguire. And yeah, all that. That'd be yeah. fun. They could do like yeah. NBA 2K where you scan your face in and it puts your face on it. Oh, wow. Cool. And it's the same high fidelity, so it looks really cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like scanned in all warped. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like 30 degrees off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next thing, which... What is the next item on the list? Minecraft? The next piece of news is Minecraft Stove. Minecraft Stove. Coming to Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, which also seems to have upset some people. It broke Twitter, didn't it? It like broke Twitter for <laughs> in almost like 30 minutes, I think. Right. I don't know if that was because of this, but it's possible. That's true. I I, I can't Correlates. confirm or deny it wasn't because of this. Yeah. Um, I think it looks pretty cool. Um, I was afraid that the movements would be really stiff when I first saw like some of the combat. Um, but I think they're doing some pretty insane things with 
how they're kind of like integrating mm-hmm. Minecraft into Smash Bros. Like really like things that I wouldn't think would be possible, I guess, in that game. And mm-hmm. uh, Sak- was it Sakurai? Sakurai talked about how um, they basically had to almost redo how the levels, were, like all the maps work because of the Minecraft characters. Because of the blocks. Because of the blocks. Yeah, because of the blocks. <laughs> we had to go and uh, basically <laughs> uh, pixelate everything. <laughs> yeah, we had to make everything super pixelated yep. so we can fit in this stupid block. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I, I like what it looks like. It's so indicative of Minecraft. I think they did a fantastic job with that. Uh, it looks like a character I will never play and would hate to play as. I think it, like, some of these characters to me are seem a little too complicated. Like, Minecraft Steve seems yeah. a lot too complicated. And so it makes me not really want to play as him, but I definitely want to try it. I, I want his stage. I want him in the mix. Yeah. And I'm willing to try him, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want that. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> a mine for materials, and then oh, I don't have any iron. I can't do this move. I'm like ah, this is yeah. I, seems like a whole lot of management that I'm not really in the mood for. But yeah, it does seem pretty cool. That's not my bag, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. He could. I do love some of his animations. Are pretty funny. Where he, like you knock him over and he just falls all weird and then gets back up like by rotating <laughs> upwards. <laughs> I love it. Already goes to sleep and falls on the bed it's really they did a really good yeah. job with all that yeah they definitely did um apparently the deal's been five in the works for like five years which is kind of insane but i wonder if that's how long it took to <laughs> figure out how to put them in there I, well i mean imagine two years of that are probably logistics of the the money yeah. and the deal like in terms of that uh, that makes sense i I do. It is funny. There were a bunch of people who cares about Minecraft. Like, this is the most popular game, like the biggest selling game ever. Yeah. Yeah. We want Steve in this game. Dummies. Yeah. And, you know, every, every time they announce a new character, everyone, everyone's upset because it's not the character they wanted. All right. At this point, though, I don't know. I mean, there's people I'd want, but there's nothing like, oh, I really want so and so. I don't yeah. know. I don't even know what to fill in that blank. Yeah. With. I, I think there's just a pretty common like audience of like, we don't want any more Fire Emblem characters. <laughs> Please no more. Please no more. It is a lot. Quite a bit. Quite uh, a bit. I think they could fit a couple more Fire. You, no. Do you think we'll get another no. one? It'd be hilarious if we got another no. one. No. I think people would start deleting the game off their Switch if that happened. <laughs> like 20% of the roster. <laughs> Fire we just put a whole fire More emblem game in here Mario. oh man at this point just make fire emblem bros yeah. ultimate and pretty much you might as well someone's got to have done that where you start the game and then you only unlock fire emblem characters imagine just to look at that that character select screen hey is i wonder if there is a way to do that that'd be interesting i mean You'd obviously still have Mario and oh, stuff, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. could do that. It, it would just be when a challenger approaches, you, you run, die you to die. them, <laughs> and then you only succeed against the Fire Emblem characters, and then you buy all the DLC that's just specifically those people. Yeah. That's the, the money part is where I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this, but... Cool. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah. 
I like Smash a lot. This is this is cool, and it comes out really soon next week. Oh, really? Oh, the thirteenth, I think, is the rumor. The thirteenth. So, oh, uh, the week after next. Cool. Is that a Tuesday? Ah, uh, whatever. All right, sounds good. Yeah. Coming out, gonna be fun. Alrighty, on to the next news item. On to the next news. We're cruising through the news. This is yeah. Good. Got a nice pace going. Uh, CG Project Red has announced they will be doing mandatory crunch. Uh, for the next six weeks up to the release of Cyberpunk 2077. Um, this is a basically you have to work Saturday. That's what yeah, it amounts yeah. to. But they are compensated via overtime, which someone has pointed out is required by law. So that's not like we're doing a nice yeah. thing. Like, no, that's illegal if you don't. Um, and they also at CD Project Red, you get 10%. Was it 10% of the. The. Oh, here it is. 10% of the company's annual profit. Yeah is divided up among the employees, which is pretty significant when you're CD Projekt Red. Yeah. Um, and they're releasing a giant-ass game that I'm sure will sell 15 million copies this year. Yeah, so there's um, a lot this, of... a uh, another thing that got people upset. Yeah, another thing. Everyone's upset. <laughs> Obviously, like, Crunch is not really ever a good thing, but, I mean, it's we see it all the time. And it's not that that's a good thing or, like, acceptable, but, like... What do, what, do, what do you do at this point? Yeah, I I don't know. I find a lot of the, the discourse around crunch to be a little disingenuous from a lot of games media, um, mainly because they also do that. Yeah. They, they crunch, yeah. Um, and, and I know a lot of industries do that. And there's a lot of things to, to take into, consider, into consideration with this. Um, one is the, the other side of the coin, which doesn't get talked about a lot. Um, some people, and I'm sure, you know, people like this, and sometimes this person is me, uh, where they offer overtime and you say, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll work an extra day this week. Why not? Get it while it's good. I'll work six more hours. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Get out. Sure. I'll I'll make a couple hundred bucks this week doing overtime. Yeah. Fine. Right. Uh, and obviously that's a little bit different than, Hey, we have to everyone has to come in we're not saying i'm not saying that um but uh, people people like to work overtime and and when you're doing a creative especially when you're doing a creative thing creative field this is i would hope maybe not necessarily your dream job but you're really into it yeah you'll sit there and you'll work for 10 hours and be like oh shit i forgot to eat I gotta, I gotta like, take a break and do that. And then, and then I want to finish this thing though. So then you end up working for 16 hours that day. Cause you're just really into it. I'm sure that happens all the time. Um, I, and I don't see a problem with that. I see a problem once it becomes forced crunch. Yeah. Right. Mandatory. And this six week thing, I, I don't see an issue with this at all. That's six weeks. That's not a big deal. This is something you've been working on for five years. I'm sure you're real excited to get it out the door. That makes sense. Um, there have been reports that this has been going on for longer, at least for certain people. Um, I, I, again, though, it, it goes back to if you want to work and this is something you're super passionate about, you're, you're going to do it. And I know for both of us, working a 40-hour week and then streaming or working on a video or doing a podcast, that ends up being a much longer week because I would consider that work. Yeah. Right. And how is that any different? 
And I do find, as much as I, I love Jason Schreier, I do find his stance on crunch just so vehement, vehemently against it is bizarre to me. Yeah. Because he's written several books, or at least two. I think, books? I think I don't two know. He's yeah. written books, okay. And you mean to tell me you weren't going to publish this book <clears throat> and at no point you crunched on it? You're fucking lying. You're fucking lying. And maybe you don't like that you had to do that, but I, I find that he doesn't bring himself up as like, hey, this is real bad and this is what it's done to me. Like, I find that weird where he never brings up how there's so much crunch in games journalism and everyone in games journalism is so against crunch, but they never bring themselves up in that conversation. It, it, it's just very odd to me. And, and even going back to, because I have spent hours doing shit in Unreal and making a, a little prototype in Unity and, and stuff like that. I've done that for hours and hours and hours a day, and I loved doing it, uh, right? And if you mean to tell me, oh, we need you to work on this thing, like, oh, program this feature, and I do it for 12 hours, and I love it, and I'm totally fine with it, who are you to say, like, oh, you can't, you can't work more than 40 hours a week? Like, fucker, I want to. I want to work on this project. So I think there's a lot, there's a lot of sides of this issue yeah. that are not really discussed. All that gets said by mainstream you know, not to be like mainstream media, but the only thing you get from Polygon, Kotaku, etc., is crunch is bad. But they never talk about that how the fact that they do it and the fact that a lot of this is like, oh, I just want to work. You know what I mean? Like there's there's more sides to this than just, oh, crunch bad. Like, yeah, mandatory crunch is bad. Working a hundred hour weeks is insane. Doing even sixty hour weeks for a year is insane and that should not be a thing that we encourage. But if I want to work an extra day a month or every other week or, or stay two hours late every other day, like why, that's not a problem. And I, I think both are kind of conflated into, Hey, you work over 40 hours. You suck. That's that's like, these are passionate people working on what could be one of the best games ever made. Just let them fucking work extra couple hours. It's so weird. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think uh, a lot of it gets, you know, blown out of proportion. I think a lot of game media sites like Kotaku are very, or even now just Jason Schreier, Jason Schreier at Forbes, because he's not at Kotaku anymore, are very just like, Bloomberg. or Bloomberg, sorry, Bloomberg, not Forbes, um, are very just like... I have the article on. Yeah, <laughs> one-sided. <laughs> um, you know, and I know Colin Moriarty came out and said, like, the story's much ado about nothing, like, it's not ideal like they're getting paid it's just you know not everything is a crisis um right and you know i agree like this is and this is the same story we see every time there's going to be a huge game coming out like last of us 2 <laughs> like uncharted like any you know any big game coming out and it doesn't mean it's okay but these things in that type of field have become a regularity because people are trying to hit these deadlines and these they're trying to get the game released in between this fiscal year before the end of this fiscal year, or they're a game like cyberpunk, which has these huge ex expectations, which has been delayed multiple times has, yeah. you know, so much hype. And the biggest thing about that too, is that everyone right now is going to freak out about crunch and deliberate how good or bad it is. And then once the game's out, that conversation will not happen anymore. 
And mm-hmm. well, it happened with Red Dead yeah. too, where there was that whole thing of crunch there, and then that's that's about it. That's about as far as we got with that discussion. Yeah, and I think I think honestly, if it was a big enough issue for game developers, like at this point, wouldn't we see, you know, more of a union or people going on strike? Because I, it just doesn't seem like everybody's on board with that. I exactly. I'm so glad you brought up that point. Uh, there's all these, and not to discredit um, anonymous sources, but there's a lot of anonymous sources, and that's totally fine and reasonable. You want to keep your job; it makes total sense. But well, how come there aren't anonymous sources or even named sources from the other side that say like, "No, I, I like doing it." There's a few people who have said that, "Yeah, I do crazy hours, and I don't care." Um, it, it, it's weird because you're right. I I totally think. A lot of people must be fine with this or at least complicit within it, which again doesn't necessarily make it right, but I, I again it goes back to what I said. You're you're super passionate about making video games. You could if you're a programmer, you could be programming fucking shit for Facebook and making a lot more money. But you're doing this because you love doing it and you want to make a cool game. And I think that extends out through the entire studio of everyone there. Uh this is a, a a very fun thing to be a part of and it, it it's not work it's not capital w work in the same way now if you're if you're doing 80 hour weeks yeah it starts to become a big toll just like anything would but it, it's different um when you're when you're doing something creative and when you you can kind of have that flow of oh, no, I, I don't really know what to do and then all of a sudden like oh shit i got the spark of this creativity i'm gonna make this and do this and then six hours go by and, and you're staying late and people like the lights are turning off you're like oh, shit what the f- what happened oh no uh that that's totally what what happens when you're in a creative field doing a creative thing yeah um and i'm sure it's pretty freaking common uh <clears throat> obviously there's issues and jason brings it up in, in his article of maybe you want to go home but everyone else is still there and you don't feel like you can leave and and to that person i'm like you tell hr that that you don't feel comfortable leaving. And if that doesn't get rectified, then you go to Jason. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's a company culture thing and less of a crunch. Yeah. That's definitely more of an HR feel, issue for sure. Yeah. You don't feel comfortable walking out of the building because you might get ridiculed for not staying super late. That's a completely separate issue. That's a toxic work environment. Uh, and I also think with this going back to CG project red, if I would love to imagine, obviously I don't know, I would love to imagine if, you know, uh, you're going to have a kid in like two weeks, you could tell them, hey, guys, <laughs> like, I can't do this. Like, my wife's going to give birth in, in a week. Yeah. I, I, and I would like to imagine they'd go, totally understand, dude. <laughs> I would like to imagine that's the case. And they're like, no, you have to work, right? Because this mandatory crunch, maybe you can't because of X, Y, Z. If they still force you, that's again when we start getting into why you would need a union and, and certain labor laws. But I, I do think that that point they brought up is the is very was was Colin say salient salient salivant I don't know I don't know there's a there's a word <laughs> with an S that has other letters in it um, salient salient point yeah <laughs> that's it yeah um there there's where's the other side. We only hear from like three people that are upset about this. Is everyone just okay with it? Should they be even? There's 
there's just a lot unexplored with this topic. I right. Think. Yeah. And it's just, you know, people are going to argue about it till the game comes out and then, you know, on to the next, what's the next big release afterwards that they're going to talk about. They already hit, they hit Ubisoft pretty hard, but I think we still hit them some more. So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's, it's just like, I don't know. I, I agree with a lot of what Colin says about like the games media and, and how it's they panic about everything and they make everything seem a little more overblown than it actually is. And I think this is one of those situations where like like that company is you know about to release their biggest title ever. This is this this is set to be bigger than The Witcher 3. And you know, it's make or break, not make or break really, but like this is like they ha- it has to do well. It has to come out and it can't be a buggy mess like the Avengers. It has to come out and be a hit because you also have to kind of like secede your predecessor of The Witcher 3. You know, you have to do better than that. So I'm sure there's all this pressure. I'm sure people on that team that have been working on it for years don't want it to come out and, you know, get a fucking 7 or an 8. They want it to be a 9 or a 10. Yeah. You know, so. It's an interesting issue. I do like having the discussion. It just so often is not it's just not talked about in a way I find meaningful or irrelevant um, especially since I am in a unique position where I have done a little bit of game dev on a at a college level yeah. well I think not even that I think we both work jobs that are pretty demanding and do have that overtime you know I don't really have like so since I work in payroll, when it comes to like end of the year stuff, we don't have mandatory over overtime. But if you want to be caught up on your work, you want to get everything done on time and you don't want to be, you know, completely out of your mind the next day. Just slam. Yeah, like slam the whole day trying to get work done in between also getting calls from client like your own clients. Like you have to work overtime. Like I worked so much overtime during this last, you know, year end cycle from like january through february that it like it i had some of my best paychecks i've ever had but at the same time like it was i was exhausted i was done but i was compensated and obviously like that place doesn't it's not mandatory like but you feel like it is and so i get that feeling of like oh man i feel like i have to work overtime or else i'm gonna be fucked the next day you know and i see other coworkers they're working overtime and the next day they're good and i'm you know like so I, I, I think there's just a lot of that. I think we all see that. Um, and I think if things were bad enough in the company I work for, there'd probably be a union, but it's a really small company. And also, like, it's not mandatory overtime. And if we do have problems with it, we can go to HR, things like that. So I, I think you brought up that really good point of, like, if someone is preventing you from going home because of overtime, that's where you go to HR. Yeah. yeah. There's processes in place for this. Yeah, And I think that I think the um, thing we're noticing, or that at least you and I probably noticed the most is like people don't talk about it in this way um, as much. Everyone at like, at least everyone that I've heard talk about it on all the podcasts I normally listen to are very, very much in line with like Jason's article and like absolutely not acceptable. And it's like, there's, there's more, there's more to that. Yeah. There's so much nuance yeah. to this. It's not just 40 hours and that's yeah. it. And that's the end of the discussion making something creative like i've i've written two uh novels as part of the national novel writing month and and i was working 40 hours a week (laughs) and it was fun 
and I enjoyed doing it. That's the same kind of thing we're talking about here, where if you love it, you're going to do it and you're not going to mind it. And I understand maybe you don't see your family, but if you're at a job for 10 years that you're doing this crazy crunch thing the whole time, that's more reflective on you not seeing your family than it is the job at that point. You have to take responsibility for continuing to work there for years and years and years if that's what's happening and you're not seeing it get better and there is a culture problem. And and I do think a lot of these places have a culture problem and that's a bad problem. That's the problem we should really be going after, not this crunch. That's just, that's like a side effect. Well, it's a side effect of either bad management or just like overall, just like a, a need to like move your, your release date at this point. Like Hmm. if, if you're, crunching because the release date is coming soon then your game's not ready right and obviously there's going to be and i mean like yeah. six weeks of crunch is reasonable yeah and i mean and no game is ever fully ready at this point with this like the last few generations or at least a couple generations i think ps2 were kind of okay <laughs> that, that generation yeah like <laughs> that's just how these games are they're never fully ready to come out i mean you don't you don't want it to come out like the avengers and be this buggy mess where first patch is like guess what guys we're fixing over a thousand bugs it's like no yeah, we, god awful no i loved that like it was awful <laughs> don't advertise they, that. they were almost proud of it and it's just like oh god no <laughs> we killed a thousand yeah. bugs like there's a thousand bugs. like why so many but yeah like you <laughs> you know it's uh but I, I just think um yeah i just to me it sounds more like bad man and Bad management. Um, it definitely. Also, yeah. I'm you know I'm not there, and there could be many different management. Maybe one or two managers are like on it, and then there's one guy that's like, I fucked up, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we also, in any job I've ever worked, and I'm sure this is true for you, there's always a couple employees that you you look at and go, What do you do? What do, you do? do you do anything? And I'm not even talking <laughs> about management. I'm just talking about like regular ass people. <laughs> you don't fucking do anything. Your computer's been off for do three you? months. What do you? doing yeah like, i saw you playing solitaire for two hours i don't so i'm sure there's probably less of that at a game development studio i would imagine I but so. i'm sure there are a couple uh dim light bulbs <laughs> where you're like all right you're dragging down the team but you are talented when you because some of the people i went to college with were amazing uh, just like artists or whatever but they would do nothing they would accomplish nothing in any of these classes and then i just see them making art that was incredible how do you just not apply yourself on a reasonable timetable? <laughs> uh, that that's another thing is having timetables for art is difficult. Yeah. yeah, it's not exactly something you can do. I do think this whole uh like well, it's coming out in six weeks. We got a crunch to get it done. It's strange that games haven't adopted kind of the style that movies do or TV shows where they finish a bunch of shit and then put it out later. You know what I mean? Like, if I was Sony, I would have all my studios working on stuff. And then when they finished something, I would shelve it and stagger out the releases of all the stuff Hmm. so that there's no crunch or no anything because I have 13 studios and I can always fill in a slot. No one's ever pressured. You're waiting till it's done. It's Nintendo does this where they released or they announced Pikmin 3 and it was available to preload that day. And it came out three months later. Like that game was done. There was no work to be done with it. So 
that's something you could do, at least if you're a big publisher, is finish the game, do everything you would, like you, you're going to ship on this day. But no, you don't need to do crunch because it's not actually coming out that day. You finish it, get it all ready, start working on the next thing. Sony comes at it and goes, okay, we'll release that in four months. And you go, okay, cool. There, there's your crunch problem gone because you're not working to the deadline. Uh, the movie studios do this all the time where they move things around. That stupid New Mutants movie was delayed seven years. Like, it, it was done, you know? <laughs> you don't need to work until the end. There's no other industry that I can think of, really, that you work until the very end, and then it's, it's out the next day. That, that's a weird way to do things. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if they're ready for that. <laughs> no, that that is complicated. Yeah. I definitely, that's why it doesn't happen. Yeah. I don't think it's there's a lot to manage there, and that's someone above all the studios micromanaging all these projects and trying to schedule them out in a calendar year. That becomes very complicated. But if you want to get rid of crunch, you have to get rid of the weird deadlines that you are self. Yeah, that's true. And now that we don't have uh, trade shows crunch should go down because there's no vertical slice right you know you think that would help <laughs> <laughs> all right ben i think we should move on to the next topic okay let me you tell me about this rumor so i saw um people were making comments about the rumor that the playstation 5 what like you look at the hard drive space and with the os you're left with about 664 gigabytes now it's just a rumor. Now, where are they getting that number? They, someone who has a uh, a YouTuber, I think a Japanese YouTuber who has a PlayStation Five, like a preview oh. version of it or something, looked at the hard drive space and shared an image of it. This is all rumor, speculation, because none of this can be confirmed. Sony hasn't said anything about it. But my biggest thing about this, because, like, we're looking at, you know, the Xbox Series X with one terabyte. We're looking at a PlayStation Five. With what, 825 gigs? Yes. I, I hate, you know, and then we've got, we talked about maybe an episode or two ago, the expandable hard drive, right? The little slot in drive for like the Xbox Series X, X you know, Xbox Series S, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate the idea that we're already, like, space is so limited. Like, and like, how is, <laughs> how am I already having anxiety about? space on my hard drive i don't even have the console i don't even know what games i'm going to download and i'm already thinking about i'm running out of space like i hate this like i hate i i was you know they they talked about how the fans on the ps5 are silent they're silent which great thank you that's like obviously one of my biggest pet peeves about the playstation 4 is it Mm -hmm. sounds like a fucking plane is taking off in my living room but now i'm i'm back to thinking about the hard drive space and it's I'm used to juggling hard drive space on my PlayStation 4 because the the one time I had my external hard drive, it just like something happened and it stopped working. So I just went back mm. to juggling games, which is fine. I it helped me keep myself in order of only playing one or two games at a time. Right, you have the the half a terabyte. I have a yeah, half a terabyte. Um, okay, but it's just you know if let's say I want to get the all digital PlayStation 5 like. I'm already going to be thinking about the hard drive yeah. space. It's kind of crazy. Well, I mean, you'd have the same problem if it was the... That's the, either Yeah, either way, because you're installing the whole fucking game on your hard drive anyways. Yeah, you have to install the games. 
Uh, if you think that old mechanical hard drive is slow, try to run it off the disk. Oh, jeez. Uh, that's way slower. Um, yeah, this isn't great news. Um, the Xbox, I mean, even if it's a terabyte, it still only has 802 gigabytes, yeah. I think, um, after the OS and all that, which is a lot better. Um, I don't know. I, I do think I will buy a small external hard drive and just plug it into these to have extra storage. Um, but, but I don't know. I, I do kind of like the juggling, as you put it. Um, you're really not playing. I brought this up last time. You really, you really, like, stop lying to yourself. You're not going to play Alien Isolation. It's been on your hard drive for two years. You're not yeah, going to play it. Yeah. Just get rid of it. Um, and that's fine. Most games are not Warzone. Most games. So you should be okay to, to play, you know, you put Last of Us on there, Red Dead 2, and then like a bunch of other shit. You'll be fine. Like those are both 100 gig games. You'll still be fine for a while. Um, it is a lot though. Um, and it is concerning to the future of what that yeah. means. I think, I think for me, when I first got the PlayStation 4 and I was like, I got 500 gigs on here. Maybe at the time it sounded like a lot. But now that it, like, as the generation went on, all I could think about was like, fuck, 500 gigs? How many gigs is this game that I'm downloading? 80? Oh my gosh. And then it was like, <laughs> oh wait, there's a Call of Duty update. 80 gigs? <laughs> like, why what is everything 80 gigs? <laughs> well, especially when you look at it, the Sony's had this problem forever where you have to have, I don't know if this is the case even anymore or even with the PS5, but you had to have double the space. So if you were installing a 60 gig thing, you had to have 120 gigs of yeah. space to like download it. So I thought... <laughs> Which could really become I a I thought problem. that was only with Call of Duty, but I'm not sure if it's with every game where you had to have... Like, you had to be able to basically reinstall the entire game after yeah. the update. Well, because it, it's like a zip file and it unzips it. So fucking stupid. Yeah. That, that, is, that is still true. Or, I don't know if it's still true, but that is true for more things than just Call yeah. of Duty. It's just, you know, I, I think I'm ready for consoles to die. <laughs> Let's just. That's <laughs> how, how is it that we're on the new generation of consoles and they still have like old generation problems? <laughs> just right. ridiculous. And they keep saying like, oh, games are going to be smaller now. And liars. I, I just don't see how they're going to be that much smaller. <laughs> liars. <laughs> like, even if you. Oh, because there's duplicate files and all this shit. I'm like, okay, but now you're going to start adding 4K textures, so there goes your extra space. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're still back to the same problem. Yeah. I don't know. Much ado about nothing here as well. But, um, yep. I've, you know, I've been seeing a lot of, like, uh, a lot of people kind of give their input on all the impressions with the Xbox Series X. All, everybody's got these preview builds and they're kind of giving their impressions on which a lot of it is very impressive like the quick resume features um mm -hmm. the quick load times all that's awesome like i i'm excited for all that stuff and it, it's it's like it shows that sony is still just not there with messaging because they still aren't doing this how are you still not doing this sony like catch up no they had there's like a couple stuff coming out of japan like you said with this hard drive space that showed off loading time and um 
here's some Godfall gameplay. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's not it's not the same, and they're really. But again, this is very important to us and our right, sphere. Right. But no one gives yeah. a shit, and in in a month, no one's gonna care. Exactly. Gonna again, who nobody's uh, gonna care in a month once the consoles are out. The only right. people that really it care about matter. are like the the fanboys of each console. In in six months, it is not going to matter that they announce the price and release date for this two months out. Oh yeah, you know? definitely not. It's, it, it's irrelevant. Yeah. I couldn't even. I couldn't tell you when the PS4 came out. November. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I know the November part. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's just feeding. It's feeding into the console wars. That's all it is. Ah, I'm so I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of (laughs) these tired of these console wars. I've seen too many of them. I was like twelve years old on GameFAQs arguing about GameCube. Like I'm just (laughs) I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't have it in me anymore. (laughs) Like instead of arguing, just get all the consoles. It just makes it so much so much better. Why why spend all your money, work some overtime, and uh, there you go. All right. Well, I just thought I I hadn't seen much more about it. People were talking about it for like a hot minute, and then they stopped. So I figured maybe it got like um, disproved or whatever. I don't know if it's been an official reporting. I mean that that number lines up with kind of the Xbox number. So yeah, yeah, makes sense. Not good. Not great. Not great. I, I wish it was six six six. That'd be oh, interesting. Jesus. No, that's the PS6 comes with. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. All right, Ben. Let's move on to games that we've been playing. Why don't you start us off with the game that you've been playing this week? Okay, I'm going to start you off with the mini update section where it's just like a bunch of of games real quick. Uh, I played more Neo 2. Still really like Neo 2 a lot. I stopped playing it because there's just so much of that game. There's too much. I looked up. I'm like halfway through the game. I don't know if I'll go back. It's just too big. There's, I, I've done it. I've done this. I don't need to do more. It's too long. I feel so old and tired. <laughs> I don't. I want to play something else. So I, I, I shelved Neo too. Okay. All right. <laughs> For now, it's also on my PS4, and, and sounds like a jet engine. It's old and smelly. Okay. <laughs> you know. You know how PS4s yeah, I are. Guess. <laughs> um, I played a little bit more of <laughs> Divinity: Original Sin cool. 2. I sent it back to Gamefly. No. Hashtag Gamefly. Um, really like that game still. I got stuck because you're supposed to escape this place and I didn't know what to do. And I ended up teleporting my one character over. They're the stealthy rogue lady. Yeah. And then she stealthed through their base to the exit and lowered the drawbridge and then went to the teleportation shrine and teleported the party over. I'm like, okay, that's how we're doing it, I guess. I don't know how else to oh, do it. Wow. Like, I have no idea how else I was supposed to do that, except for fighting everyone, which seemed ill-advised. Which is hard in that game. You can't um, just go and fight everybody, like, because no. these fights can turn really quickly, and gosh. Oh, yeah. Like, it, and... Oh, I actually... Man. You're good. I turned the game to Explorer Mode, which I'm not exactly sure what it did altogether, but I knew it was going to make yeah. it easier. And it gave me a shit ton of HP <laughs> extra, and the fights became so much easier, like almost a little too easy, um, but it was cool. I, I kind of want a mode in between that and classic mode, like just give me the HP boost, but 
that was cool to to kind of not feel like I could just get lit on fire and poisoned and then thrown into a pit instantly in a fight. Uh, really cool game. I'm excited to play. Uh, Baldur's Baldur's Gate Three out? comes out October six, yes. I think. It's real soon. real soon. Yeah, so I, I might play that, but I kind of want to play that on my PC that is dead. So we shall see about that. Yeah. Any that's word also, on your motherboard? No, it, it, they got it. They haven't. Oh, that's good. It says, uh, what is it? Update on the 15th is what their estimate. So. Oh, jeez. Okay. I know. Oh, jeez, indeed. Oh, jeez, indeed. Hey, at worst comes to worst, maybe I'll just buy it on Xbox and play it on the Series X. No, oh, I, don't I don't want to do that. Um, also, what small updates? Uh, you'll talk about that. You'll talk about that. Oh, Mario Sunshine is a small update. Because uh, I started playing that. Mario Sunshine, the, the Nintendo doesn't get enough credit because in this game, they developed a, a little-known system that seems to detect when you're having fun and just ruin it for you. Um, oh. So every time you think, like, oh, this is really cool, I'm, I'm climbing this giant weird scaffolding thing, and then, oh, why is there a ghost here? And then he knocks you off, and you have to, cl- and you have to take two minutes to climb back to where you were. Because the game said, no, nah, you're having too much fun. You can't do that. Uh, or there's this, what if I got on a, a blooper and I'm racing around like I'm jet skiing. Oh, this is so cool. And I accidentally hit into a wall and I don't get kicked off the blooper. I die <laughs> and get kicked out of the level and then have oh. to go back into the level. And, and there's, there's so many examples. of There's this um, giant flying sandbird thing. And, and you're like, oh, cool, I'm, I'm walking on the back of this sand bird. It's flying around. It's got the physics of that. You know, it's like a Shadow of the Classes kind of. This is really cool. And then the physics get all wonky, and the bird tilts sideways all of a sudden, and you just fall and die. I'm like, can we just have fun for five seconds, please? That, that's the entirety of this game to me, is it gets so close to being fun. and it just, like, spits in your face. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> this game is rude. It's kind of like the theme of the game where it spits water at you. It is very thematically correct, yeah. Uh, I, I do like it. I like exploring the levels more than actually doing the task at hand because that task is often annoying. The controls are weird. The camera's weird, too. Uh, it's funny, going from Mario 64 to this game, I totally understand why everyone is upset in Mario Sunshine. I, I get it. Because I played Sunshine back on GameCube, and I was like, this is fine, whatever. Yeah. I, I didn't get it. And now I have full context, and I'm right there with all these people. This game is such a disappointment after Mario 64. It is wow. a completely different game. They just learned all the wrong lessons. Uh, the stuff that annoyed me about Mario 64, uh, like, you can only get one star, and then it kicks you out isn't that big of a deal in Mario Sunshine you literally can only get the one star because they just rearrange the level and only make it possible to do one thing so exploring around like in Mario 64 what's over here what's over there oh I found a hidden star over here that's cool that's not even possible in Mario Sunshine hmm. and god that's that's again oh you thought you were gonna have fun today no fuck dude like the like the red coins there's red coins on all the levels in Mario 64, you get them all, you get a star. Cool. You can do that whenever you want. In Mario Sunshine, you have to get to that shine, and then the red coins appear. 
and then you do it and it's like it's just that why this is the not fun way to do it i i don't understand yeah um so i stopped playing that to to play (laughs) animal crossing a little bit uh one other real quick there's some other shit on here uh oh mario 35 the battle royale yeah i tried it it's really cool yeah, it's not bad. It's it's pretty cool. I realize how badly I suck at that. Yeah, I'm not great. Um, yeah. I'm, I it like feels it, like I play for several minutes, and then I'm still like, how am I still 14th? How is everyone not dead? I've been playing for minutes. Yeah. I, I just kept running out of time. Like, I felt like I was doing good, and then I'm like, oh, shit, I only got four seconds. And then the level, like, I get to the end of the level, and as I'm waiting to transition into the new level, like... And then I start and it's three, two, one. I'm like, oh fuck. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. It's really cool though. I, I yeah, like what it's, they're doing. There. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I like it. It's it's it reminds me a lot of like when I started playing Tetris ninety nine, it's like, cool, I like getting a few games and I'm like, I'm good at then I'm thinking, I don't know if I ever, will ever play it again, but it's kinda nice. Maybe I'll dip right. in here and there. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Maybe every once in a while. I got five minutes, I'll play one of these. All right, tell me about one of your games here. All right, I'm going to start it with uh, Genshin Impact. Did you get to play? You played some of this, right? Yeah, I played about three hours of it. Three hours, okay, which maybe is about as much as I put into it, uh, maybe a little bit more. I think it's, okay, so it seems like a lot of people really love it, and they, you know, the biggest, com- or the most, I guess, comment I see, or most common com- comment I see is, it has no business being this good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I think it's great. I I think this game is pretty cool for being free to play. The gotcha mechanics aren't super predatory unless you're going to go in there and spend money because then it's kind of like, oh man, all I got were a ton of like level two or three star weapons and one character. I really want to try again. Like if you're, if you kind of fall victim to that pretty easily, then it's going to get you. But (laughs) you're broke as fuck and you know, you can't spend money on this game. I think I think it's great. You get enough characters to really just kind of get the game started with. And even with just playing the game, you're getting currency to go and even do some of these like wishes, what they're called basically, where you kind of uh, get like a loot box of people and weapons. Yeah. Um, And I got like, I think I, with the free, with the currency that you get in the game, I got um, one character that I really like. um, And I forgot what he, it's, it uses Fuck, I already forgot. I, I think it's using electricity and it's a sword character, but mainly about the game. Um, it's cool. I think it's a, it's a little, sh- the combat's a little shallow other than the fact that you can use elements. Right. Um, I think I'd like it more if the characters were all out with you and you can easily switch to them instead of having to tag them in and out. Um co-op right i think you can do co-op at some level i don't even know i can't i'm not sure like, when yeah i don't know i think it's level 15 but i think that's story level 15 which i'm not even sure if that's it i think that there's a lot going on yeah I, the game's pretty cool i i gotta say like if anybody's just looking for an rpg to play and you don't want to spend any money like it's free to play and you can play it on pc on ps4 on mobile and it's eventually coming to switch um which is probably where i'll end up like downloading it and playing more of it okay. um i don't want to play it on ps4 because ps4 doesn't have the cross save feature womp womp. Womp. thanks sony yep um but i find myself every now and then like while i'm working i'll pop it on my phone and like play it for a little bit but man does that shit kill my battery so i don't really 
Oh, I, I can't imagine. The game's gorgeous. It is. It's really, it's a great looking game. I think, I think it's really good. I just, it, playing it made me want to play something better. Like once I played that, really? then I was like, I'm going to play, I'm going to play near. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Oh, you mean better like combat system, all that. Yeah. Just in general. Like some, I mean, it's, it's an, it's an all right enough game, but it reminded me a lot of like other games that I'd rather play or like other games that I think are better. Like I think Nino Kuni 2 is better than this game. Um, I think if, really? Yeah, I think just the the combat, the combat I, alone. I, Nino I like Kuni the combat great. in this game, and I understand it's really basic. And I will point to Breath of the Wild combat, which is also very basic. Yeah, uh, and I think this is better. I like the way this game is structured so much better than Breath of the Wild because it it very much is Breath of the Wild, but like with kind of the Tales games aesthetic yeah. and combat in it a little bit. Uh, I loved the time I spent with it. Uh, just wandering around, exploring, finding this thing. Oh, let me fight this encampment because they have a treasure chest and I might get some loot drops from it. And the loot drops pop out satisfyingly. You know, yeah, that's, that's yeah. an important thing. Uh, I, I, I really, really, really liked it. And the only reason I didn't play more was because of the, the we talked about this, the control scheme on PC. Oh, if gosh. you use a controller has b be the confirm button and that's confusing (laughs) yeah the control scheme on this game is a problem and i i did play more of this game than i thought i would i i think i did put in three or four hours in one sitting which i rarely do for any game oh yeah the three hours i played was the one sitting and i did not mean to sit there that long (laughs) yeah and i i mean i switched from controller to keyboard and mouse and keyboard and mouse works well enough but like i would I could totally chill and play it on a controller and play a lot more than I did and feel more comfortable about it. But you, you can't just switch everything up like that on me. Right. It'd be different if it was like, if I'm using maybe like a, the pro controller and I'm used to having those buttons backwards. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, no, it was confusing. And I started, uh, I started playing Hades and it was confusing there and i like i i will wait for a patch <laughs> perhaps mm-hmm. or yeah. i'll finish everything else and then go back to this so i'm not confusing games as much yeah i i do like that you can uh try out characters and um yeah. you know if you decide oh man this is a great character i want to try to get them in the wish if they're in that pack or whatever like i'm not sure exactly how it worked like i I will probably play more of this game. I, I'm pretty sure I will. Um, I like it enough to where I haven't like instantly deleted it off my computer. I still have it on my phone, and I'm really much looking forward to it coming out on Switch, which not sure when. It's I think it's still to be announced, but this game would kill on Switch. It'd be great. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it's Breath of the Wild, and I people are so obnoxious. We want more games to copy Breath of the Wild. Not like this, though. No, not like yeah. this. No, nobody's ever happy. <laughs> I I really like this game. I really 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 like this game. If it wasn't if it wasn't for that controller, like I was able to reassign the buttons, I probably would have put 10 12 hours into this game by now. Yeah. But yeah. it's just it's just it's the buttons, man. And that's the only thing cuz I if you like the anime dumb garbage set, like I set the VO to Japanese, like let's go all in. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well, right? Might as well. <laughs> it's 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 really good. I, I can't wait yeah. to play more. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I mean, and the amount of content that I've heard it has is insane. Insane. Right. 
it's crazy um let's talk about hades so you said you started playing it a little bit did you uh how far did you get uh well so i was i got to the second boss twice and then this last run i did i beat the second boss and then got to the third boss okay nice uh, you got to uh did you get two, to the okay so you did get to okay cool the two dudes yeah yeah. Um, the whatever in the bull. Um, and I got there with the stupid bow. The bow seems to be the only weapon that I can, that I hate. I hate using it. It's terrible. I hate it. But I always get the best stat boosts with it. Where the one time, like the first time I got to the second boss was with the bow. Um, and it was when I had like a doom status effect on it. So I could just shoot people, and then they'd eventually get hurt again. Um, and I was able to get things from afar. And this last time, there's this one from Dionysus. Dionysus? Dionysus? Yeah. Whatever. Something like Dionysus. That. Uh, where he, the status effect is drunk, I think it was. Yeah. Which yeah. damages them, like, every half a second, a certain amount, and then it'll stack. But it oh, was damn. only with my special. And with the bow, the special is that wide, sweeping attack. So oh, I was yeah, just yeah. spamming the special the entire time, hitting everything in the environment, and they're trying to get to me, slowly dying. And that's how I got so far, is I could just run away and, and spam this, this one attack. Uh, and it kept going. It was one of those runs like, I don't know how this is still working, but okay, keep going. Uh, I, I did, and the other time, actually, when I had that Doom on, that, on the bow, I got another uh, ability removed the charge from the bow so i couldn't do the charge attack but it made the attack super quick and i could just hold down the button and shoot yeah i've had that one yeah that's that a, makes that's the a, bow fun that one does um i've had some times where um i feel like i have a really good run i'm like man this is such a great build and then i get to elysium and it fucking falls apart i can see that <laughs> Um, I have a, I have a pretty good set right now. I'm like, I just got to, I'm maybe like halfway through Elysium right now with the gun and it's got like the chain, it's got the chain lightning, but then the extra chain lightning that bounces off more. Okay. Um, and then it even adds an additional six like ammo, which puts me at 22. The last weapon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's good. The special on it is you it's like a grenade launcher. Um, I think like, so I have not been able to get past the third boss, the, the two guys in Elysium. I got close. I got, I got the Minotaur down and I just couldn't get, um, the spear he's guy. Like DC shield, is, man. DC is or something like that. He's got a shield, um, and a spear. So the technique I use against him was to wait for him to throw the spear and then dash behind him and try to get stab attack or backstab attacks. Hmm. Um, it's yeah i i've i'm still not like getting tired of the game i'm still having such a good time with it i think i think like i'll i'll take a break from it when i have a like when i do really well and then i guess i get destroyed in elysium and i'm like okay i need to take a step back (laughs) calm myself down play something else for a little bit because like you get all the way to elysium and then i'll like save my because i got two of the death define things so like two resurrections basically and then you put on the third with lucky tooth if you want or you can have the if you choose um the item that you get from uh dusa then you get uh health items out of urns sometimes and 
that so that helps you kind of stay healed up and so i made it all the way to elysium with all that intact and i get and sometimes you get a mid boss throughout that if you're if you're unlucky <laughs> yeah and i got the and i thought it was going to be this that orb that shoots the little butterflies or whatever and it ended up being the minotaur and so he took both of my death defines which usually i don't have that much trouble with them so right away i knew i was like i just blew this run by losing to this guy twice and then i beat him and then i got all the way to the boss and i'm like i have half my health i don't have any more death defines <laughs> i'm like this this run is fucked right here and then i ended up taking down the minotaur and then i just had the spear guy and he got one good shot at me because i had him maybe like i had him maybe at like 70 percent health but he got i i died i missed dashed once and so i didn't have my second or my next dash available because i mistimed it and he fucking speared me and i was like oh damn it damn it that's so disheartening <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's why i don't like roguelikes really uh I, I do like this game quite a bit i don't think it's nearly as good as people are saying just because i don't like the roguelike setup that much but i do enjoy the builds that come out of it and it's almost like a it's almost like a moba where you you have your abilities and it changes each time based on the match and what random drops you get yeah um, well, I so think I, as as you go by, though, you can kind of start determining that by which items you start the the level with, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. I, I wish it would kind of truncate itself. Like, I don't need to do 10 floors of the first area every time. Yeah. That's annoying. Um, I, I wish I got better, like, or I did more damage or something. I, I don't know. I don't know what the blood's for. Um, The blood oh, you get from the first boss. I don't know what yeah. that's for. So you can use it to level up your weapon. So you'll but notice when? some of the weapons. Like how? Um, so after once you pick the weapon, you can go over to it and it'll I think you can just click on it and it'll have different like level ups on it. Oh, maybe I have to unlock all the weapons. Maybe. Yeah, you might have to do that first. I'm not yeah. I don't remember I need to but, do that. But like I for for the sword, like I upgraded it to where I think it does more damage. Um when you're when you're backstabbing the shield when you do the when you hold down on the shield and you do like the bull rush or whatever it's called mm -hmm. you do an extra like 200 or 500 percent to people with armor if you hit them from behind so like some of those are huh. really good bonuses yeah i feel like i might there's a there's an option in the <laughs> options to go god mode <laughs> for the god mode thing that just makes you stronger or something. It makes you take less damage each time you die. And I might just do that because like, I don't care. I, I enjoy this game, but I do not want to. I don't like the start from scratch. Do it all over again. There's something about it that really there's too much randomness with it. Yeah. Half these weapons I don't think are that great. I just don't like the bow as much. The fists oh, I haven't used as often because I'll always switch to whatever has the, the bonus darkness. The bonus, yeah. And, and that's why um, I haven't unlocked all the weapons. I keep going back to the bonus. Well, like, I, I think for me, I think I like the spear the most and the um, the gun, honestly. Okay. I like the sword. I, the shield's okay. Um, the spear is good. I do like the spear. I like throwing the spear and then calling it back to, like, start a fight. Oh, yeah. I enjoy yeah. that quite a bit. Uh, 
Yeah, it's it's fun. I think the magic system is either completely yeah. irrelevant or really cool. Depends what you have on it. Yeah, which I don't really. It, it it's confusing because you you get it. You start the game and it's so terrible that you almost forget it's there. And I did for a very long time, and then I had some oh get this thing and it unlocks a new spell and I'm like why spells are garbage and then yeah. I kept playing not using spells and this last run I actually had like a poison cloud for it and I'm like oh okay. yeah yeah those are this good. is I should have been doing stuff with this but they <laughs> they don't show like that's that needs to be something you tell people like the first spell sucks ass you need to change that yeah and I I just felt like no why would I bother with that I never use it so I never upgraded it with anything <laughs> maybe that's why I can't beat anything I get stuck very easily. It's it's a really fun game. I love the art. I love the voice acting. Yeah, yeah. The voice acting is incredible. I don't know what they did, but it's so good. Have you met any of the other Harpy sisters yet? No, no. Okay. Unless cool. the one singing lady that's in the middle of Area 2 is a Harpy. I don't think so. No, that's a... Uh, I forget who that is. Um, I only met her once. No, well... Yeah, let... If you keep playing it, I, I can't wait to hear what you think of the other Harpy sisters. Yeah, we'll see if I get there. <laughs> we'll, see, um, we'll see how until I get annoyed, yeah. Let's move on to um, Animal Crossing. I have started playing Animal Crossing again because of the fall update. Pumpkins! Pumpkins! Um, I planted a few, and the first day, I think I only planted, like, five. Like, five of the bundles or whatever. Right. And I got... um. So far, I have one set of green, and then the rest are all orange pumpkins. Okay. I'm still we... not sure where these DIY recipes are supposed to come from, because I haven't found any. Yeah, I haven't found any yet. Um, I got one picture frame that has, like, a jack-o'-lantern. I bought the Halloween arc, and then I bought the Halloween stand that has, like, it looks like you're handing out candy. So, so far, I got that. Um, but, like... It made me excited to get into the game again and start kind of like, oh man, there's so many things I want to do now. Like, I The one thing I wish Animal Crossing had was a way to just move things around easier. You mm -hmm. know, like, like, I wish I could just restructure my whole town and it just be maybe like, I have it set over overnight while it saves, it does it or something like that, you know? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, you do a shit ton of changes, but it has to take effect. Takes effect overnight, yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah, or, like, maybe, like, if if you're doing a huge project, like, some of the island is sealed off. I don't know. Like, it would just be cool to have that option instead of, like, I need to remove this, this fucking staircase so that I can take down this whole section of this mountain here. So I have to wait a day. Yeah, no, I, I that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue against that. It's strange that they, you can only demolish one thing. Why? Yeah. <laughs> what? Arbitrary you, rule is this. You let me create a fucking river in the middle of town, but I I can't just destroy these stairs? I want to just make my whole town water. That's what I'll do when I quit this game, is I will <laughs> just make everything water. You just have to hop over to everything. And it's just houses with a single path. <laughs> Get away. <laughs> That's the whole town. It's water world. And there's a, bones. there's a lot of cool things that they're adding. Um, 
I'm excited to see like the Halloween costumes that they have in the Able Sister store. I like the items that they have in Nook's Cranny. Like I've seen some cool yeah. items so far just on like the trailer. Um, like the it it's like a it looks like the mailbox, but it's just like a jack o' lantern. Um, I don't know. It it made me excited for the game again, and then like my kids wanted to get back into it, so then I got to like watch them play, which made me get more into it because they're like asking me questions and I'm giving them tips on it, like. I don't know. It's just uh it's just cool to to get into that game again. Again, I I just wish there was just more to do other than collecting shit and hoping, you know, mm-hmm. I hope I find this recipe. <laughs> sure do want that recipe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I feel like on that. I got I got some pumpkins going. That's about it. I mean, it's not that exciting yet. Once I get recipes and stuff happens, it's it's funny. I wonder if they rearranged this or redid redid something with this based on the egg disaster. Yeah, because uh, I kind of at least when I was getting eggs, I felt like I was getting recipes and stuff was happening. I was getting way too many eggs, but I w- I was getting stuff that was relevant to what I wanted to do. Now I just have pumpkins growing, and I'm not quite <laughs> sure what that means. Yeah. Uh. I wish they made it easier to get rid of villagers. I think that's one complaint I still have is like, there's, I want new villagers in. I want to like meet new villagers and I still have all these fuckers from the beginning <laughs> that won't leave. How do well, we get them to leave? One, I think only one can leave per month or something. Get out of here with these rules, Animal Crossing. You're killing yeah, me. Yeah, it used to be a lot easier to lose people and they would just leave. Now you have to talk to them. So when I hadn't played in a couple months and I went back and I talked to this stupid chicken person i don't care immediately they were like hey i'm thinking i'm leaving like good see ya i think your chicken person came to my island these chicken that, people suck can't All get that bitch to leave either garbage <laughs> i just have really creepy looking birds on my island and i don't want them there anymore <laughs> these stupid ass birds <laughs> there ass is birds. a way i think you can talk to isabel and be like hey i got concerns about a villager and I, I think you can go that way and make them leave. Maybe. Maybe. I know with some of those, it's only to, like, reset their clothing or reset the things they say. <laughs> reset their memories. Make them yeah, no, really. Like, I think, Chicken. pretty sure that's what it is. Um, they're supposed to have a free update late November, too, which is going to be most likely, like, the Christmas update or whatever. Or that, I'm excited update. for that, too. I'm excited, I'm excited for snow. I, like, I, I think I missed out on so many, like, fish and bugs, which will come around, you know, next year, obviously, yeah, or whatever. later next year, but... That that's one thing I I was excited to do when I played that game, and I feel like if I maybe do that while I'm playing, like it'll kind of get me back into the game. I think there's just I get like I'll watch people play the game and I'll see these cool fucking setups somewhere, and it makes me want to like get back into the game. And then like I get in and I'm like, it's so much work to do this. Why don't they make it easier? I just want to move this fucking house. It's really inconvenient. A lot of it, the features. A lot of the features are actively designed to make you feel slow. To make me feel like I want to throw a controller. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm here for the pumpkins, and if I chop a couple trees down, so be it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not hitting all the rocks. I'm not, no. I'm hitting the rocks just to make some money so I can buy the thing that's at the store. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And there were yeah. so many weeds. Oh my god! The first day back was just weird yeah, day. yeah, same. It was a same. lot, like a forest of weeds. <laughs> cool. Um, 
give you a quick update on my near um oh, yeah, playthroughs. Yeah. Um I'm still I'm like uh what part am I on? It's hard to tell sometimes, but <laughs> um it's after you re you start regaining your memories back. I'm on the second playthrough, so I'm playing as um 9S. And so I'm like I'm on the part after the huge explosion where you're like you're going you went through the maze to start regaining your memories and you went through and checked your visual diagnostics and weird little part, but I'm starting to get like different cutscenes and things like that that I'm noticing. Okay, I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. this is telling me a different story. So I'm keeping going there. Um The game doesn't feel as long as I thought it would because no. I feel like I'm getting through this shit pretty quickly. Like I, I really be. only played a I really only played maybe like an hour or so and I feel like I got through a lot of that game. It was nice to get back into the groove of that combat because the combat is great and there was things I didn't do in my first playthrough that I'm doing in this playthrough. Like I switched one of the um for the the gun turret guy that follows you around, I switched the L1 instead of it being like a laser that shoots out, it it's it's like a giant hammer that just like slams. Which was fucking cool, which I, I was like, I didn't know you could change these up to be something different. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. I think I had missiles for a while. So you can have missiles as like what you hold down for R1. But oh, when you hit L1, attack. it does the special, right? L1 okay. is the special. And so I hit it and it used to shoot this like laser directly at your target. Now it's it it's almost like uh what am I thinking of? Green Lantern with the giant hammer that comes out of nowhere. He like just creates this hammer like a hologram out of it and slams the enemy. This thing hap it does that and it like just annihilates people. So hmm. it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, I'm getting getting into it. Uh, I'm loving yeah, the combat rush again. Rush to the end. Rush to the end. I'm rushing. No, I'm not rushing, but I'm rushing. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't a couple other things that I'm playing, but I'm just kind of like nitpicking at them as I go. I got the platinum on Ghost of Tsushima finally. Yay. It was actually not bad. Pretty nice. Good, plat good platinum. Pretty easy. I think the only like the only trophy I had a hard time with was kicking someone off a ledge. And that was <laughs> only because I didn't realize you had to do that like until after I had already completed ev and liberated everything. So I just had to look oh. for uh so I just started visiting the the cemeteries. Because I figured those are usually near a ledge. And there's always enemies there. So I went up to one and there's, of course, I just throw the firecrackers to get everybody to one side. The one archer guy is sitting there by the ledge. I walk over. I give him a good fucking kick in the face and he goes flying off and dies from fall damage and I get the trophy. And uh, boom. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I got that trophy on accident. So I, I don't know how I have. I don't know how I didn't come across it. I never like, even killed really people. So I don't, I, I must have just got it completely randomly. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like I kicked a lot of people. Maybe just like not near cliffs, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even think you need to kick them. I think they just need to have fall damage. Yeah, they die. just need to die from fall damage. But like, okay. really, the only way, like, without constantly like killing them, but I guess you can maybe blow them up and they go flying off as long as they don't maybe. die. That might yeah. have been how I did it. Yeah. Anyways, yep. anything else you want to add? Any other games you're playing or no. thinking about playing this week? That's enough. No, I'm I'm gonna play Hades and maybe Genshin Impact, and that's about it. I, I don't. Cool. I'm taking a break from that Mario Sunshine Hell Pit. Nice. All right. Yeah. I'm uh I continue to play Team Fight Tactics. It's really good. I just made it to uh, silver, so I ranked out of uh, bronze, 
Um, it was a rough go at first, but then I've, I've been placing at least second in most of my matches and uh, just really, really having a good time with that fucking but game. How many so people good. are in the matches? You start, it's, uh, it's always, uh, what is it? It's always eight people. So you're fighting against eight oh, okay. people in your same rank. And, and everyone, like, the, the thing with this game, because everyone already knows the best comps to play and, like, what items you need and stuff like that, the RNG and knowing how to adapt is the only way you're going to win that game. So even though everyone knows what's gonna, like what's the best team to put together and the best items, like there's still strategy when it comes to playing that game because someone there's carousels every round where you grab an item and you use that item to combine it to create a better item so that it makes your character stronger. So every round you have a chance to basically ruin somebody's team by making your team better. And so it's always that like, and there's strategy involved because if you're, if you're uh, losing each round, then you're lower when it comes to HP, which means you go sooner on the carousel. So there's strategy to being, to losing. And then there's strategy to winning because you're not losing as much HP, which means if you have a strong team or not a strong team, then like you're lasting longer in the match. So there, it's just like this crazy ass dynamic in this game that I really love. And just the, the new set is just like insane and the graphics on it, like all the visuals that they added were amazing. So loving that game. Yay. Yay. Anyways, I think we've gone long enough. Ben, is there any last thing you want to add video game no. wise? Anything we should be on no. the lookout for this coming week? Well, uh, what, is anything happening this week? I don't know. Any, um, no, any press conferences, nothing, no. another no, Ubisoft thing. All... Who knows? I don't know. Well, I was going to say this week should be quiet, but I'd probably not. So no, nope. something will happen. <laughs> well, any... None of this news we had this week, we would have assumed would have happened. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But you know, it's there for us anyways. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week's episode of final checkpoint. Thanks again for all the listens, all the people you know, following Listening. and sharing the podcast. Uh, we, of course, would appreciate if you'd share this podcast with your friends, help spread the word of this little podcast that can every week. Remember to catch us live on twitch.tv slash checkpoint 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and you can be part of the show by suggesting topics or submitting questions in chat or by or emailing us. Or starting a meme. Or what? Or starting a meme. Or starting a meme on Twitter or emailing us over at finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. Gamefly, if you're looking to um, have, you know, maybe sponsor a podcast, Ben loves you guys. Uh, so yeah, we gladly, I, gladly yes, uh, <laughs> take a sponsorship. Um, anyways, that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks again, everybody. And we will catch you guys next week. Goodbye. <laughs>